always want to do that. It's the only thing that'll work. Minding the Lord. We can mind ourselves and do what we want, but I'm going to tell you, he said, our ways is not his ways. I still think about Olivia quoting that scripture, reading that scripture to us the other, the other week. Our, our ways is not his ways, and our thoughts ain't his thoughts. So if I try to go how I think the service ought to go, I'm going to go wrong. To be carnally minded is death. And this old carnal man is enmity against God. It's his enemy. It's, it's something that's fighting against him. But, 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 but true worshipers worship in the spirit and in the truth. And that's how we want to worship tonight. And uh, the, uh, tonight the Lord has laid some things on our heart. Uh, Conley read this scripture this morning. You can turn over to Deuteronomy 30 chapter. <clears throat> Conley read this scripture this morning. And, and I don't know, maybe he did know, but he read this a few weeks ago too, or a week or two ago. He read some of this same scripture right there. And seemingly the Lord's had some of that on our heart to tie in with some other things uh, that maybe we was kindly uh, thinking on. But uh, but I want to read want to read a little bit there in the thirtieth chapter of Deuteronomy, and, and maybe maybe just a few thoughts. Don't don't know what we'll say or do tonight. Uh, I, 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 some preachers, I think Danielle, they get nervous if they get in the pulpit and don't know what they got to say. I get nervous if I get up here and know what I'm going to say. I was in, I'm scared it might be my fault. But I'm thankful that through faith, the Lord will give what's needed for the hour. Uh, he says to study to show thyself approved. He didn't tell me just to wake up, not read, not do any of these things, and just, just go on. But he told me to study, man. And when you study and the Lord lays a scripture on your heart, I don't care if it's Jesus wept. And you think, Lord, how could I preach to a bunch of people with just that one little scripture? You just stand with it. Lord, how can I help anybody with that? Just that two words, Jesus wept. Stand with it. Testify of it. Tell about it. Because the Lord can do more with just a little bit. We preached that the other night, just a little bit, than what we think he can do. But tonight, we got just a little bit of thoughts on our heart, and we'll try our best to, to be mindful <coughs> of the Lord tonight. Uh, maybe we'll start reading in about the 10th verse of that 30th chapter. <coughs> My throat feels like it's kind of clogged up this evening, but it'll be all right here in a minute. <clears throat> it says, If thou shalt hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God to keep his commandments and his statutes, which are written in this book of the law, and if thou turn unto the Lord thy God with all thine heart and with all thine soul, with all thy soul, for this commandment which I command thee this day is not hidden from thee, neither is it far off. It is not in heaven that thou shouldest say who shall go up for us to heaven and bring it to uh, unto us that we may hear it and do it. Neither is it beyond the sea that thou shouldest say who shall go over the sea for us and bring it unto us, <clears throat> that we may hear it and do it. But the word is the word is very nigh unto thee, in thy mouth and in thy heart, that thou mayest do it. See, I have set before thee this day life and good, and death and evil. 
In that I command thee this day to love the Lord thy God, to walk in his ways, and to keep his commandments, and his statutes, and his judgments, that thou mayest live and multiply, and the Lord thy God shall bless thee in the land whither thou goest to possess it. But if thine heart turn away, so that thou wilt not hear, but shalt, draw, shalt be drawn away, and worship other gods, and serve them, I denounce unto you this day that ye shall surely perish, and that ye shall not prolong your days upon the land, whither thou passest over Jordan to go to possess it. I call heaven and earth to record this day against you, that I have set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore choose life, and live thou, and thy seed may live, that thou mayest love the Lord thy God, and that thou mayest obey his voice, and that thou mayest cleave unto him, for he is thy life, and the length of thy days, that thou mayest dwell in the land which the Lord swear unto thy fathers, to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob, to give them. And, 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 and we thought on these scriptures right here just a little bit, and, 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 and thinking about this moment right here, and, and how that, how that, uh, 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 at this time, he was telling unto them people, I ain't got to go, you ain't got to go away out there and get this and bring it. It's not, you don't have to, it's not a far off from you. That's what he told them right there. I'll just read it. He said in the 11th verse, says, For this commandment which I command thee this day is not hidden from thee, neither is it far off. And he said, It, it is not in heaven that thou shouldest say, Who shall go up for us to heaven and bring it unto us, that we may hear it and do it? Neither is it beyond the sea that thou shouldest say, who shall go over the sea for us and bring it unto us that we may hear it and do it. But the word is very nigh thee in thy mouth and in thy heart that thou mayest do it. And, and I thought about that, how that these things, uh, uh, Mike, he said he, a, he, he had good and evil set before. He had life and death set before them right there. It wasn't something that was to come. It wasn't something that was way out there. He goes on down there and he tells them that the, to choose life. This was a choice that was to be made at that moment. And as I got to thinking about that and thinking how the, how the, the Word of God and as it comes by through the preaching of the Scriptures and how it goes to, to working its way through the church and it goes to working its way through the hearts and a lot of times people looks and thinks that, that salvation is something that's a way out there. My salvation's a coming. And but, but I want you to understand something. Salvation is nigh to you. It's right here at hand right now. Uh, to the lost man, this is not something when God's Spirit goes to dealing that you push it off and that you say, I'll get that one of these days. But when God's Spirit goes to dealing, that's the time to obey that Spirit. It's like we preached this morning for repentance. Uh, how that when that axe head, uh, when it when it came to the top of that water and began to swim, that was the time to reach out and take it. It's not time to wait and say I'll get it later. But when 
the waters when the spirits are moving, it's time to reach out and get a hold of what God's got for you. He was a telling unto this people over there, Tony, that you read about to us this morning. He's, he was a telling, this is life and death. This is heaven and hell. What, what two things is, a, is, 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 is more important than life and death? What's more important than heaven and hell? There's not a thing under this sun. There's not a thing out there in the, in the, in the, in the spaces out beyond this world that's more important than heaven and hell, life and death. And as this was getting placed out there under them, He gave them a warning in that. He said, If thine heart turn away, so that thou wilt not hear, but shalt draw away and worship other gods and serve them, I denounce unto you this day that ye shall surely perish. You turn away this today. You turn away the Spirit of God when it goes to naught. Ye shall surely perish. So preacher, he'll probably give me another chance. He may make me another day. He might. He might not. Already said it. Our thoughts ain't his thoughts. And our ways ain't his ways. You know what? You go to shoving God away. And you're walking on dangerous ground. You go to trying to, to put him off. when God. I'm going to tell you what. He knows more than me and you do. He knows if we'll be breathing a breath tomorrow. He knows if we'll be laying in a box over there at Rose Funeral on tomorrow. He knows the, 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 the very hairs of our head and He's got our days numbered and He knows when He's going to give us our opportunity and He knows that, that if we don't take it right then that He don't have to offer another time. Because He's only promised to deal with us one time. I've got to thinking on this, Mike, and I've got to thinking on the importance of it. Taking that moment when God gives it to you and turning it away. Life and death, Jay. Heaven and hell. And the choice that's to be made. And what's his recommendation? He said, I call heaven and earth to record this day against you. That I have set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore choose life, both thou and thy seed, that and thy seed may live. There's some things that's going to get called to record one day in our life. He called the record unto these people here this day. That I've set something before you this day. I've set heaven and hell. I've set good and evil. I've set life and death right here. In whose hands was it placed in, Melissa? It was placed in the people that heard it that day. It was placed in the hands of those that God set it right there before them. And I promise you, you could leave this service tonight, you could walk right out of here and you don't have to choose life. They don't force it on none of us. Would be a choice if he did. But he said, choose you. Life. It's placed right there that we can make that decision. I got to thinking on this scripture. I got to, my heart went over in the, in the, in the, in the book of Luke and I got to thinking just a little bit. 
He says over there in about the 12th chapter, he said maybe about the 4th verse, I'll start reading down. And he said, And I say unto you, my friends, this is Jesus speaking, be not afraid of them that kill the body, and after that have no more that they can do. But I will forewarn you, whom ye shall fear. Fear him which after he hath killed hath power to cast into hell. Yea, I say unto you, fear him. Are not five sparrows sold for two farthings, and not one of them is forgotten before God? But even the very hairs of your head are all numbered. Fear not, therefore, ye are of more value than many sparrows. Also I say unto you, Whosoever shall confess me before men, him shall the Son of Man also confess before the angels of God. But he that denieth me before men shall be denied before the angels of God. And whosoever shall speak a word against the Son of Man, it shall be forgiven him. But unto him that blasphemeth against the Holy Ghost, it shall not be forgiven. And when they bring you unto the synagogues and unto the magistrates and powers, take ye no thought how or what thing ye shall answer or what ye shall say, for the Holy Ghost shall teach you in the same hour what ye ought to say. I got to thinking about that. And how that a lot of times we'll sit, a lot of times in the yard, all people sit through a church service. And they're afraid of what somebody else is going to think. They're afraid of what somebody else is going to think. And they have a fear of a natural man. But the Bible tells us not to fear them things. But you better fear God. You better fear Him. And when this message comes your way, just like it did mine in my life, Jenny, and it shows you that you're lost, and it shows you you're on your way to hell, there's a time right there in your life when there's a choice to be made. He is at that moment sitting before you, heaven and hell, life and death, and it's your moment to choose. Hey, that's nothing. I'm going to tell you something about the Spirit of God. Hey, it's not in maybe an awful voice, but it'll come by him and it'll go knocking. Right down on the inside of him. And he'll go speaking from the very depths down on the inside deck. And I'm going to tell you, when he goes to speaking, you may not hear with these old natural ears, but I'm going to tell you one thing, he'll speak louder in your life than any man that can scream. From the highest thoughts, the Spirit of God gets to move down on the inward parts of man. And at that moment, it puts you to record when he said life and death, heaven and hell. And that time in your life, when your choice is to be made, Daniel. And he, he tells us, choose life. I got to thinking about the seriousness of this as we've already spoke. Not just of heaven and hell, but the seriousness of your choice. I told you back there in the Sunday school, I've been trying to talk to these young people about choices in their life. And right now, how critical it is unto them. That they make decisions right now in your life that's going to affect you way down the road. That you don't even foresee right now. But I'm going to tell you something about God. He speaks, he lets you know 
what the end result will be. He ain't sneaking up on nobody. He ain't trying to, 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 to deceive anybody because he don't deceive. Hey, God makes everything plain. He let them know real clear old learn Deuteronomy, Mike. Hey, if you choose death, if you choose hell, if you choose evil, then you're going to perish. I promise you tonight, you choose death, you choose hell, you choose evil, you're going to perish. God ain't playing around. He's a God to be feared. He's a God to be believed. And he's going to, you're going to face a record one day. And you're going to face a choice that you had in life. God don't send nobody to hell without a choice. He sent this before us. He sent his son before us. You know what he done? He set a choice before us. We can choose life and live, or we can choose hell and die and perish there. Not burn up and be gone, but eternal, everlasting torments. I still got some thinking to do, preacher. I've got a few things I got to get figured out. Well, I'm gonna tell you something. God gets real to you. It's time right then to get it figured real quick. say there about that Holy Ghost what speaks to a man that Holy Ghost he said and whosoever shall speak a word against the Son of Man it shall be forgiven him you speak against the Son of God it can be forgiven you listen but unto him that blasphemeth against the Holy Ghost it shall not be forgiven what is blasphemy, preacher? You sure you're interpreting things right? I can tell you what the Spirit will interpret. You listen, you know what blasphemy, what, it, what that word means? It means to speak evil of. And blaspheming is, is reproachful words. That means to charge with a fault. To reproach somebody is to charge with a fault. When that Holy Ghost comes by, and he goes to knocking down on the inside of her And he goes to speaking to you. Hey, your actions is going to speak back. You ever heard that song out there? You walk, talk, louder than you talk, talks. You ever heard that song? When that spirit speaks in And it goes to drawing. And it goes to pulling. It says getting that over. Choose life when it goes to goes to knocking on your heart, and it says, "Choose life, my fall. Whether you get up out of that pew or whether you sit there or not, you're making your choice right there. Hey, if you'll move under the Spirit, it's drawing you to an altar. If you keep your seat, you're blaspheming. You're telling that Spirit it's at fault and it don't know what you need. <sighs> Very plain, Tommy Freeman. Very plain. Being a question mark in that. You're blaspheming that Holy Ghost. That very thing that loves you enough to speak to you when you ain't worth speaking to. That spoke to me when I wasn't worth speaking to. 
and you're telling it it's wrong. It shall not be forgiven. Ephesians speaks of grieving the Holy Spirit. That word grief, I looked at a, that means to offend, to displease, to provoke. When you offend, you make angry. When you offend, Mike, you make angry. He speaks over of grieving the Holy Ghost. We blaspheme against the Spirit of God, sis. It comes by and it loves us enough to go to Naughty Mark. When God loves you enough to give you a choice, do you realize in this we shouldn't have a choice? Do you realize in this man made his choice in the garden? God said in the day that you eat thereof, ye shall surely die. Do you realize we shouldn't have a choice in this, Jason Justice? From that moment on, we should have been doomed to hell because of disobedience under the commandment of God. But He loved us enough. I'm going to sit before you. Life and death. I'm going to sit before you. Heaven and hell. I'm going to sit before you. Good and evil. And you can choose. But I will give you a little piece of advice. Choose life and live. Praise God Almighty. I thank the Lord that He gave me a choice. Glory be to His name. I should be burning in everlasting hell tonight. But He come by my way one night when I was 12 years old. And he gave me a choice. He said something precious by my life. stands at the door knocking and the door's open. He said, Behold, I sit before you and open the door. No man can shut it. He's knocking. All you've got to do is walk through. All you've got to hear, do is hear. And the one thing you better do God that loves you enough to give you a choice. He won't just destroy your body. He won't just injure you. No, when you offend His Spirit, 
Och det tog sig något till. Det sker något i förgivningen. If you don't just have power to hurt your old flesh, you can cast you into hell, into the eternal flame, where you'll never ever come out. You want to know why some preacher acts crazy sometimes? Lord, because he did it to save me. That song you sang long ago. It came down to this world. He that knew no sin. He come by to save me. His spirit come by. In that little old trailer up there in Robinson Cove, the same man. <sighs> Nothing of this world to give him. Nothing of myself. I was sick, weakly, and dying. That wasn't a thing I could offer him, Holy Freeman. But he come back and knocked on my door. <laughs> He forewarned me. Did you catch that one already? He said, But I will forewarn you whom ye shall fear. They ain't not a person ever lifted their eyes in hell that ain't been forewarned. They ain't a person that ever lifted their eyes in hell that didn't have heaven and hell set before them. They didn't have good and evil set before them. They didn't have life and death set before them. He loved me enough to forewarn me. Well, you know, just going to have a wreck going down the road, wouldn't you like somebody to say, Hey, Mark, you better just stay at the house today because you're going to wreck. Well, if you know, just throwing it out. So, you know, just going to turn on that tractor, go throw on them hills, and it kill you up there. And the Lord come by and he said, or somebody come by and said, Charlie, don't get on that tractor this morning. You ain't going to make it today. Well, wouldn't you be appreciative of that, Jason? Somebody come by and let you know what was getting ready to happen to you. <sighs> what a God we serve. Hey, ain't going to send one ignorant person to hell. No, he is not. Hey, if that man, woman, boy, or girl lifts their eyes in that place, they've been forewarned. Right. <sighs> <sighs> he set a choice in front of everyone else. It's up to you what you do with it, everybody. It's up to me, I ain't what to do with it. And what I have done with it. Thank God for the night when I chose Jesus. But preacher, he chose you. Yeah, he did. And I had to choose him back. <sighs> that makes sense that I'll be back. Who's elect? Who's chosen? Every man, woman, boy, and girl that ever breathed the breath of life. God. Chose us. And he made a way that we didn't have to go to hell. He chose us. And he forewarned us. You don't have to go there. He chose us. And he forewarned us. I made a way. Hey, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to forewarn you. There's a way that seems right unto a man. But the end thereof is the ways of death. But I'm going to tell you.
thankful for the truth. I'm thankful for the life. I'm thankful for Jesus. I'm thankful for God. This way it's easy, even a child understands. I've told you, Jake was just a little feller. He goes to the church, listening to sermons that some of them other men preach. And you get home, baby. Little old Jake, you need paper towel. He'd walk in floors down, preaching. Just a little old boy. Boy, what a message that little fellow used to preach. Jesus, I'm thankful for God. <laughs> I even a little old young know what them men was preaching. And you know what? That preaching really God kept bearing on that little life. It's that age right there. Well, he wasn't accountable. He didn't know right, didn't know wrong as far as sin went in his life as far as heaven and hell. Right then wasn't what it set before him. But I'm going to tell you what, that's when God was forewarning him. <laughs> he got up a big old 18 year old boy. Son, God got to deal with him. Hey, that spirit got to come in my. Lord, he got to deal with him at Jones Valley Missionary Baptist Church. <laughs> Matthew Sam got up and he got to preach the word of God. <laughs> in the spirit and in the truth. And the Holy Ghost of God got to move it through that place and got to give him that boy a choice. <laughs> he got to say, Take Christ. Hey, you know this about me. You know that they were thankful for Jesus. You know you're thankful of God. Hey, it was nigh him, even in his mouth, right there. It was right there with him all the time. But I'm going to tell you what he had to make the choice. <sighs> I finish it. Lord kept a deal with that down there. And what they tell me, he comes from maybe about where Daddy Hill's at. People was in his way, and it didn't stop him. The Holy Ghost got to knocking, and he answered it. He didn't grieve that spirit, Shane. He come a stepping them long legs over top of the pews. You know what he had in his sight? He had heaven in his sight. He had life in his sight. He had salvation through the grace of God, through the blood of his darling son, and his eyes were set on where he could get it. You may not walk. You may not stump. You may not spit. You may not smile over everybody. <laughs> you know something? I heard a big old teenage boy back there. It's from about a year, two years ago. <laughs> and I was at a testimony. 
There's as much power in that, Jay, as anything else, son. Keep a telling it. Daniel, keep a telling it. Sis, keep a telling it. Early, keep a telling it. Mike, keep a telling it. Praise God Almighty. I'm going to tell you what. We'll have an effect on those around you. Don't you let nobody tell you they ain't nothing. You ain't got a thing to do with this. I'm going to tell you something. God placed me in here to tell this world that it's lost and going to hell. How can they hear without a preacher? And how can they preach except they be sent? We're placed here to preach in the Spirit. To forewarn. He speaks over in Ezekiel about watching on the wall. Let's sit there and sound the trumpet and the water when the enemy's coming down. God wouldn't have set us on the wall if we didn't want us blowing the trumpet. He wants us to warn those that are on their way down. Those that has a choice between life and death. that good? Yeah, it's good. I don't even need you to answer that. It's good. He said that before us. Good and evil. Heaven and evil. And I'm going to tell you something. He'll bear you record to this day to any time How else is he going to judge man when he separates the sheep from the goats? 
wife. He would not be a just judge because he never gave you a choice. How did how could he condemn you for rejecting, for blaspheming against the Holy Ghost? He's going to judge you. He's going to judge me. Makes you a goat, what makes one a sheep, what makes one a goat? <clears throat> whether you chose life or whether you chose death. That death is a goat for evil things. That's life for a sheep. We must willing to come under subjection. We must willing to deny this world. To deny this flesh. Believe this spirit. Go by record of this message tonight. Don't lie. What's your choice tonight? Our prayer is tonight. Life. Well, I don't know nobody's heart tonight. Well, if you will, just come sing a song. Just come sing a song.